Well, we lost a, another uh, good comedian, and uh, that was a fellow by the name of Tom Smothers, one half of the uh, comedy show The Smothers Brothers. He died at age 86, and I want to talk just uh, real briefly about Tom Smothers. But before I do that, uh, let me get through something real quickly. And uh, that is my little disclaimer. What do you say we get started? You are listening to Paul Trustell, the Chief Executive Officer of Trustell Wealth, Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Due to our extensive holdings and that of our clients, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and that a conflict of interest exists. The information presented is provided for informational purposes only. Let's return to today's presentation. Okay, so Tom Smothers and his brother Richard, Tom and Dick, were uh, a comedy show back in, uh, well, the 1960s. They entertained for about 60 years, and uh, it was groundbreaking, uh, literally groundbreaking. Now, Tom died uh, after a battle, short battle with cancer. He's 86. They uh, toured a little bit in 2003. They were going to make a deal out of it and kind of go out there. But he was very creative. He had this really insane, funny sense of humor. And uh, the two of them got along really well. Not a lot of brothers and sisters and partners can say that, but they, they got along pretty darn well. Now, what they did is they had a really sharp eye for pop culture trends. And they brought on uh, rock stars. Um, for example, they introduced people like Buffalo Springsteen and uh, The Who. And they did some really uh, little raunchy, daring sketches uh, back in their day, but they were always ridiculing the establishment. Just remember that. They were always ridiculing the establishment, and um, they railed a lot against the Vietnam War. What you should know is that their father died as a prisoner of war during World War II in a Japanese internment camp. He was a POW. He died. So that should... Enter into your thought pattern about this. They played a very clean-cut role. Their hair, their glasses, no facial hair. Well, they had mustache. Uh, Dickie did. But it was always, you know, it was just really neat the way they did it. It was uh, kind of like, uh, oh, I would say Rodney Dangerfield saying he never got any respect. They, they did a pretty neat job. Well, what happened is uh, in 1970, they were abruptly canceled by CBS uh, because, uh, well, they had a falling out. And the censors at the time, remember, censor uh, uh, of uh, news and media, uh, television shows was a pretty big deal back in the day. And at the time, they were uh, number 16 in the ratings. Um, they, they finished number 16 in their first season. And again, they were just portraying themselves as, you know, the era's you know, clean-cut hippie, counterculture, very gentle, fun-loving folks. And it was a really, it was a big hit with young, young, this is important, young baby boomers as opposed to the older baby boomers. Older baby boomers didn't like it. So the Comedy Hour was canceled, and it was because it featured a folk singer, an anti-war activist by the name of Joan Baez. Now, the entertainment newspaper back in the day, Variety, broke the story that she was going to be on the show, and um, everything kind of fell apart. And one of the things that she did is that she boycotted a uh, show that was going to be on ABC. It was a TV musical, and it was called Hootenanny, and it was blacklisting singers due to their political views. So this was some very interesting times. 
I get a kick. I'm saying this to you because we have all these people in the world. Oh, we've never seen this before. Blah, blah, blah. No, we have. And the other thing that was controversial then is he had this fellow by the name of Pete Seeger, S-E-E-G-E-R. He was going to sing a song called Waist Deep in the Big Muddy, and it was an allegory about the Vietnam War. Okay, so everything goes to hell in a handbasket. Here's the thing I want you to know. Guess what? When you express yourself and you challenge the uh, status quo, you're very likely to uh, have problems. People will come after you, and, and that's all there is to it. So it takes a lot of fortitude to say things like, in my opinion, uh, high legal fees stink. Assets under management is actually a slow bleed commission. And that you have the right to blacklist companies. And a lot of the companies that you're investing with don't believe in your values. And so when you have these bundled financial products like mutual funds and ETFs and et cetera, uh, a lot of times all you're doing is giving money to the enemy for all practical purposes. Yeah. Well, it was nice to know you, Tommy. Uh, God bless you. It was uh, you were a hoot. <laughs>